Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to bet every moment more than with FanDuel. We have the NBA rolling and my personal favorite, betting on the PGA Tour. I cannot recommend it enough. You get winnings fast and winnings are also delivered in under two hours. It's a fun to combine multiple bets from the same game parlay. No big deal. NBA, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. That would be what I would do. If you are new, just download the FanDuel app. To get started now, sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. A uh, little Sunday afternoon after the Warriors Grizzly game. The draft has concluded. Every general manager, head coach, scouting assistants, directors, and scouts around the league are all really hungover. And uh, we now have football teams. You know, uh, the teams are definitely not set in stone. Still free agents out there. Obviously, there'll be some transactions in the fall uh, in training camp. Usually happens, right? Guys get cut. Guys still get traded. Obviously, the big cut down happens before uh, the season. But I would say for the most part, every team has the majority of guys that are going to be contributors somewhat on their roster right now. Maybe a guy here and a guy there. But if you're a fan of whatever team, you know who's on your squad. Um, And that's always cool. And uh, a lot to get into, and we'll just dive right in. Three and Out podcast. You listen on Collins' feed. Subscribe separately to the Three and Out if you like it. Uh, greatly appreciate that. Leave a review, Apple iTunes. It's, the people tell me that you can also do that on Spotify. Wherever you leave a review, leave one. You know, however, you, you hate me, great. You love me, uh, appreciate it. And uh, the Middlecoff mailbag, which we will bring back 
on Tuesday's show, which I record Monday, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire up in those direct messages and uh, get your question answered here on the show. Very, very easy. It's how we interact with the people because ultimately this is, I do this for you guys. So uh, anytime I can answer questions, football, life, you know, the the tanking stock market, you name it, fire in those DMs. But before we get into football, really quick, I'm, I'm not going to beat a dead horse on this, but I've said forever with the NFL and the NBA is the same thing, how little they actually care about their referees. I mean, the, the refereeing in which I just witnessed in the Warriors-Memphis Grizzly game, and it goes both ways, was just a complete embarrassment. Every call on both sides. And the NFL, we all know how controversial and how just inept it feels during the season, during the playoffs. And I say it all the time, the NFL does not care. The NBA clearly does not give a shit. I mean, they once had a referee who was in bed with the mob, influencing... I grew up in Davis, California. We're five minutes away from Sacramento. Donagy ref the game that the Lakers ended up winning the conference finals. And obviously they went to the uh, to the finals and won like the third straight championship. So it's like, I don't take any of these referees seriously. My problem is, is every one of our industries in the private sector, if you guys do not listen to this podcast, I would not make money and I would go under. If you're a sales guy listening to this and you do not sell you will lose your job. If players play poorly, they get cut or traded. When coaches coach poorly, they get fired. Yet referees over and over and over are inept at their job and nothing ever happens. It's crazy. It's only referees and politicians where you can be inept at your job and keep it and no one says anything. It's wild. Well, people do complain, but nothing ever actually changes. Yet, any of us in whatever industry we're in, when we suck, we lose our job. It goes away. We go under, you know? It, it's just, it, it baffles my mind how consistently terrible technology, none of this stuff is even helping. It's just, uh, it's a major head scratcher. And today, like in the NFL, complete embarrassment. I mean, the Zebras, man, we just, uh, it, it just, it's a never-ending saga in the world of, I mean, Angel Hernandez the other day, I, I don't understand in 2022 how professional referees in all the sports can consistently be so off base, so wrong on every meaningful call, but it happens over and over. And speaking of meaningful things, I, I got to go on a little rant here because a lot of people, especially the print media, and they make their money on clicks, right? They, they need you to click or subscribe to what they're doing and pay for it. For them to survive. And in the history of content, draft grades work really well, right? It it does. But let's be real. They're the dumbest exercise in the history of exercises when it comes to talking or writing about the draft. Because no one knows a damn thing, including the teams. I've been saying forever, the reaction in the draft rooms after a guy is picked, is so happy and a lot of jubilation. People are excited. But when you pick a player, whether it be the seventh pick in the draft or whether it be the 200th pick in the draft, you're making an educated guess. You don't truly know. Now, the higher the pick in the draft, you have more information. That guy's better in terms of in college, his attributes, however he projects, or else you wouldn't take him there. But you don't know how good that guy is going to be. 
And then when draft grades come out, I give you an A, I give you a C. It's based on my opinion. So if I like a player, for example, I loved uh, let's just, Kyle Hamilton. So I go, well, the Ravens got a steal, right? I, I think the Ravens, one of the best picks in the first round, Kyle Hamilton at 14. Well, if in a couple years, Kyle Hamilton isn't very good, who cares? Honestly, we should be grading at the end of the draft, drafts from 2018. Think about three of the best players from the draft three years ago. It's Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, and D.K. Metcalf. None of them went in the first round. None of them. So you have the teams don't know, let alone people on the outside. I like Mel Kuyper. I've known DJ since I worked in the NFL. I literally worked with him with the Eagles, and I replaced him when he went to NFL Network. Those guys, I'm not saying they don't have, you know, uh, educated opinions, but it doesn't mean they're right or wrong. So I could come out and tell you, well, I love the Eagles draft. I hate the Raiders draft. I think uh, the Jaguars crushed it, and I think Seattle's a bunch of morons. That, That would just be my opinion. And listen, there's nothing wrong with having an opinion, right? Taking a stance, and if you like a player saying something, but it's so meaningless. Like the ultimately, if you're a fan of a team, I'm sure you clicked on an article and it gave your team a C and you're pissed off or it gave your team an A and, and it, it was awesome. But if those guys, like once the actual season comes, and let's be real, during OTAs, half the draft class, you go, oh God, we got something here. Oh, this might not be great. And then even then, until the pads come on in the fall, you don't even know because you're just, this isn't even real football. So this exercise, which is never going to go away as long as it's profitable for the media entities, which I don't blame them for doing. I'm a capitalist. I'm pro making a profit. But it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense because no one has any information. These guys haven't even stepped foot. They haven't made one tackle. They haven't caught one ball. How many guys over the years are like, I think this guy's going to be a player. And then he stinks. Or like, who the hell is this guy? And then he becomes a seven-year starter for your team. It's why I never have a strong opinion on a third-day pick. You know why? Because I have been going to NFL training camps now. What year is it? 2022. This will be my 13th NFL training camp. Just going to different camps uh, in the fall and having access as either a member. I don't consider myself a member of the media, but just a guy with access and a guy that works for a team. And I have gone to so many of these where it's like, I love this guy coming out of college, and then he ends up getting cut as a fifth-rounder. And then I'll be sitting there at 49er practice and this guy named Matt Breda will catch. I'll never forget being at a practice in in training camp and he caught this ball down the sideline and I went, who the hell is that? And he was an undrafted free agent. He made the team. He ended up playing a lot for their Super Bowl team. But you don't get any credit for undrafted free agents. And every single year, multiple undrafted free agents beat out guys that you draft. So a large part of draft grades aren't even, you know, based on your first round pick. It's based on how they valued the third, fourth, and fifth rounders because you might, Mel Kuyper or DJ or whoever, might have a guy that you drafted in the fifth round and they had it him a second round value. So they're going to give you a lot of credit for that. And I'm always one to say that like the, the draft is an economic and a valuation of what you're worth at the given time, but that's based on the team. Like I give a lot of credit to the Atlanta Falcons and the Tennessee Titans because they took two quarterbacks One, Malik Willis was getting mocked in the top 10, which was insane. He went in the third round where he should have gone. Desmond Ritter, fringe first round pick. They got him in the third round. Like that's just good value. Now, are either of these guys going to be able to play? Who knows? Because if it turns out either one of them become a legit starting quarterback, obviously you'd give that guy an A. You know, that general manager of that team. Think years ago, two of the better picks 
over the past decade are Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Because both teams got full-time starters at quarterback in the third and fourth round. It doesn't get any better than that. But I guarantee you this, because I know where I stood when they drafted Dak Prescott, I'm like, this guy, this guy's going to be an NFL quarterback? I didn't love him coming out of Mississippi State. And he's turned out, now listen, I don't love him for $40 million, but that's one of the better draft picks ever. If Tom Brady literally is the best draft pick of all time at pick 199, Dak Prescott, even if he never wins a playoff game again or whatever, is an incredible draft pick. I think we all acknowledge that, right? Russell is in the pantheon of all-time great picks at, in the third round. Just the reality of the situation. But no one knows anything. No, no media members. The teams don't even know. Now, we'll find out more as training camp games uh, practices happen with pads once they start going up against their teammates. You know, I like the 49ers pick against Drake Jackson. They get him in the second round. Kid from USC. Well, what if by the time training camp comes around, you're like, yeah, this is a really big struggle for this guy. He might not actually play. You, you just never know. So I, I, I despise, and let me repeat, despise draft grades. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, the winner of the draft, Kirby Smart in the University of Georgia. Uh, I, I would say 
I don't know if Nick Saban gets quite enough credit because if you go work from him for him, you know, Belichick, obviously all the coaches that go work for Bill Belichick, the coaches stink and they struggle away. It's like a, a little kid leaving the home and they go out on their own and they can't make it. They fail, right? Like eventually the lion, the cheetah, the jaguar, the leopard, you have to teach your cubs, like once they hit a certain age and grow big enough, how to hunt. You can't always hunt for them. And it's no different in coaching. Clearly, Bill Belichick has never taught his assistant coaches anything beside like how to get ready for that game because they go off on their own and they crumble. I mean, they, they fall apart. It's, it's really pretty wild how consistently they suck. Yet Nick Saban, if you go work for him, and it's a little different in college, right? Because recruiting is a lot different than drafting. But still, like those guys that go work for Nick Saban go on to excel. The only guy who's really struggled is Will Muschamp, right? Jim McElwain, who got fired at Florida, was winning the SEC East every year. Mel Tucker's going on to be a stud. Jimbo won a natty. Kirby Smart just won a natty. But Kirby Smart and the University of Georgia has set the NFL record for 15 players drafted. That's pretty (laughs) eye-opening. And obviously not one was the quarterback. Now, it's basically the entire defense and their running backs. And really what Kirby did is he built the blueprint like Nick in the early 2010s. Your quarterback doesn't matter. Have an incredible defense and run the ball down people's throat and bully people. And that's what he did. And when you have a class like this, who has this many guys drafted, you're going to put be able to put this many guys up. It's not like Georgia hasn't been producing NFL players, but this is a whole nother level. It can take your program to a sustainable level. So every year, like right now, Kirby should, to me, he should be a coin flip away from landing Arch Manning. Kirby Smart should win if he can parlay this, and he's recruiting really well, into several more national championships. Now, I don't ever expect him to catch Nick Saban. No one's winning six, seven national championships again. But I think Kirby has a very, very good chance to win like two in the next five years and have a career where he wins like three national championships. And here's the other thing. I watched a lot of press conferences on Thursday and Friday night of teams after they drafted players from the SEC. And every single time, the general manager would light up, smile, and said, we feel very good about drafting guys from the SEC. This kid played in the SEC. We saw him against the best competition in the SEC. Now, it's not really an argument anymore. You are in the vocal, I guess, could even be the silent minority if you don't think the SEC is the best. But again, they have the most guys drafted in the NFL. They've won the last however many national championships, right? LSU, Alabama, and and Georgia. It ain't a conversation. And the Big Ten is an excellent football conference. I think the Pac-12 is going to come storming back now that Utah's really good. Oregon's pretty sustainable, and they got Lincoln Riley. And Pac-12 actually had the second most of any conference players drafted, I think at 25. The SEC had 65. So, and a huge part of that was the 15 guys at the University of Georgia. But there there aren't any arguments anymore. If, If you're still arguing, you're either a troll or you're just a fucking moron. You shouldn't talk about football anymore. Because the SEC isn't just king on the field. It's now, I mean, it's Ben King in terms of putting people in the NFL and through the general manager's eyes. And ultimately, I can have an opinion. You can have an opinion. They're the ones that determine who plays in the league, the GMs and the coaches. And they're telling you everything you need to know. The best players 
the high-end talent, the talent in the fourth, fifth, sixth, all the rounds, start and end with the SEC. How many times, and I wasn't that locked in on Saturday's draft, but you would just look up and a guy from LSU, a guy from Arkansas, a guy from Alabama would be drafted and be like, you know what, I've never heard of that guy. And it's just one after another. It's just a clinic down there. I've said for a while, and we just talked about Saban and how good he is with assistant coaches, the Jimbos, the Kirbys, Lane Kiffin, Mel Tucker, uh, even Jim McElwain, who don't sleep on Jim McElwain. The Chippewas had more players drafted than the University of Florida. And uh, the guy can coach. I'll promise you that. I'll die on that hill. But Belichick has struggled to give coaches the secret sauce. They clearly, he's not a great teacher to them. Maybe he hoards information. I don't know. Little weird, but they have never figured it out. His GMs, though, on the opposite side, he clearly gives them really good information. Because Jason Light, J-Rob, John Robinson in Tennessee, Ziegler in Oakland, who's only had the job now for, what, four or five months. Like, I think he gives fantastic... Nick Casario, who had an excellent draft with the Texans, he must communicate with those guys uh, behind the walls of the, the Patriot offices much more clearly in terms of team building, in terms of what to look for in players. Now, Belichick drafts weird, right? To me, Belichick's always draft a little, like... I'm going to show you how smart I am. And he drafts guys from obscured colleges, from weird places. He, you know, from a valuation standpoint, I wouldn't call Belichick the greatest drafter by any means, but he clearly understands what to look for in a football player, especially once they become an NFL player. And I, I think his general managers, for as bad as his coaching tree is, and it's bad, it's it's awful, actually. It it doesn't get much worse. His general manager tree is pretty damn strong. I mean, I think his general manager tree in like five or six years is a chance to have some of the best GMs in the league. I mean, you'd already say Jason Light is the way he's beat that team. G- G- uh, John Robinson's been building the Titans as a double-digit win team now for years. Uh, I, th- I think Ziegler's done a fantastic job, and I I do think that Casario is going to build a competitive team. It's going to take a little time, but they have so many picks now. Uh, I, I think whatever they're teaching the scouts – uh, it, it's really impressive. The ratings on Thursday night were down and uh, real, really down. And, and let's just be real. And I'll just be candid. If I didn't feed my unborn children through talking about the NFL, I would have gone play golf or gone out to dinner. This draft did nothing for me, partly because 49ers didn't have a pick, but eight other teams didn't have a pick. There were no star quarterbacks. And let's face it, it really lacks some star power. So, one, I, and I, listen, I'll, I'll be the last guy to like kind of uh, be a shill for the NFL. It's I think it's very understandable. I don't blame anyone for not watching. But it also, if you just add up the major cities that didn't have a pick, San Francisco is, the 49ers are easily one of the NFL's biggest brands. Chicago is like the third biggest market in America. Denver is a massive NFL city. None of those teams had picks. Why, why, why would you watch the first round if your team doesn't have a pick? I mean, Raiders sneaky, you know, national fan base. No first or second round picks. So you just get to a position where it was a unique draft in terms of there were no star quarterbacks. There really weren't that many star players. Like I would say last year, Jamar Chase was a bigger star and he didn't even play the previous year than any player non-quarterback in this given draft. And then when you factor in all the teams, which just a unique set of circumstances with all the trades that traded away their first and honestly second round picks, like that team, if my team doesn't have a pick, 
Like, I'm sorry, I'll go do something else Thursday night. Like I, And I love football. And I love the draft. Now, I'd be lying. I'd probably still watch it if I was like selling insurance or whatever. But I wouldn't have been locked in as... Like two years ago's draft, the Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Jamar Chase, you know, Devontae Smith, Justin Fields. I mean, that thing felt like an NFL football game. No one was missing that thing. And then when you factored in the teams that were sniffing around for those players... Right, I mean, the Chicago Bears ended up getting Justin Fields. The 49ers were taking a quarterback. Belichick, was was he going to trade up for one of the quarterbacks? Boston. I mean, these are major markets moving and shaking. The Jets were drafting a number two, a quarterback. So it's I, I just think it's very understandable the reason why the ratings were down. It was just, it, it, it lacked a lot of oomph. It lacked a lot of star power. And don't ever get it twisted. Pro sports are a television show. That is how they make their money. It is the, the what, what the television show is, is people playing basketball, people playing baseball, people playing football. But it is all based on, and the reason we talk so much about ratings is that's what pays the bills. That's where all the money comes from. Well, not actual all of it, but the majority of the cash, the cash that basically keeps the league flowing, everything else is extra profit from what you make on jersey sales and sweet sales. That's just extra cash why all these guys got yachts. But the reason the league is thriving and every team has so much money is television because we watch the games. And honestly, the draft is usually a huge lot of eyeballs, but this one lacked them. And I I just think it's very, very understandable. One thing, and I don't know if I mentioned this on Thursday and Friday. You know, it's funny when you're a podcaster, I just talk a lot. And sometimes I'll say something and then people will like send me a text or shoot me a DM laughing about something I said. And I'll be like, honestly, I don't remember saying that. I just, not that I'm like in the zone, but you just, you just talk. You know, I don't, I I can't, even after this podcast, I I wouldn't be able to like verbatim say exactly what I said. Sometimes you just get flown and things come out of your mouth. And uh, it it went viral, at least on, you know, my timeline on on Twitter on Friday night, Jason Kelsey must've been doing something with a, with Bleacher Report. And, uh, Bleacher Report spending a lot of money on a lot of players being involved in their thing. And I looked. Bleacher Report had 100,000 views. Pat McAfee had a million views. I mean, Pat McAfee is an absolute cash cow. That guy gets people to watch. That guy gets people to listen. That guy is a needle mover. You know? Here's the one thing that's great about 2022 and really moving forward. If you can move product as an entertainer, you just put yourself on YouTube and people watch. If they don't, they don't. But that guy has created a massive, massive brand. Now, Aaron Rodgers, you know, comes on a show that clearly helps, but he is a rock star. But Jason Kelsey on this Bleacher Report thing that just mentioned that he was a part of the draft process and how he gave him a bunch of offensive linemen really the last couple years to evaluate. And it actually made me laugh because the Warriors did the same thing with Draymond Green a couple years ago. And he like pounded the table. Now, the team picked him too and liked him too. But for this guy named Jacob Evans, who ended up not being long on the team, like he was part of the draft process. But I have no problem having your smart players on the team that are interested in doing stuff like that be involved. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you involve them? Like, I actually think that's good business. If I was a player and I had any inclination or any desire to get involved after my career was done as a front office guy, I think the first thing you would do is reach out to your general manager or coach and be like, hey, is there anything I can do? 
Is there any, like, you don't have that much going on in the offseason, especially if you're a guy in your 30s, and go, hey, I'd love to watch some guys. If I'm a DB, I'd love to watch some DBs. I mean, Kelsey's just been watching the offensive linemen. And he loved a guy that the team loved the guy, and they ended up drafting him in the second round. And I, I just, I think that's pretty cool. Just like I thought Draymond, when he went to the draft room and helped them, that's cool. Why? The guy's passionate about the sport. These guys are smart football players, smart basketball players, smart whatever. Why wouldn't you not involve them if they wanted in? And I just, you watch Jason Kelsey talk. And honestly, I, I saw some other clips of him talking about guys that were drafted to other teams that he had evaluated. He talked just like a general manager. And I, I said, and he'll have opportunities to do television. Not everyone is meant to be a TV personality. Now, Kelsey, I would say, is a lot different like Jason Witten. I mean, Kelsey is a big personality. He could easily do media stuff. Honestly, I actually told Coward a while back, I'm like, if you ever want something football-wise like you got with Draymond, I would be all over the Kelsey brothers because they're huge personalities, they're genius football players, and they're, they're just, they're unique. They, they, they are very, very unique. And like part of Jason Witten was like, you know, I just, you're not a media guy. You, you should be working for a team. And I think that's what he does now. You know, I, I thought the same thing with Drew Brees. Like to me, Drew Brees is just, he should probably be a general manager or a team president. Like not everyone's meant to be Pat McAfee. Some guys are meant to work in a front office. Like they should, ha- like Drew Brees clearly has elite football skills and elite football knowledge and understanding of the sport. I actually think it goes to waste on television. Because he's just, he just kind of blah. You know, it's, it's not like to me, Phillip Rivers could do whatever he wanted. He could coach a team, he could run a team, and he could be a TV guy. Peyton, same thing. Peyton just, Peyton does anything. Not everyone is wired like that. Not everyone has those skills. But all the smart athletes who play in a, have a long career can help you out as an evaluator. Because I, I saw Sirianni say this, like, Jason Kelsey is a huge part of our weekly game plans. Why would I not ask Jason, like, what do you think about this blitz? What do you think about this protection? Why wouldn't I ask him, like, what do you think about this player? Honestly, if I was the Eagles, I don't think it'd be crazy to have Jason Kelsey evaluate defensive linemen. I mean, he, he evaluates them every every week during the fall for the last 14 years or third, however long he's been in the NFL. So I, I think it's very, very smart to utilize guys that want to be utilized. Now, part of it as a player, you have to reach out and it's got to be something you want to do. Like, I don't think necessarily teams are going to just go to players, but it's probably an underutilized resource. And I would imagine more and more smart teams uh, attempt to do that moving forward now that Jason Kelsey let the uh, cat out of the bag that he's basically the assistant college director for the Eagles. Uh, Kelsey's stud. If you told me, honestly, if you told me Kelsey is like... uh, assistant GM in five years after he retires, I would 100% believe you. And these guys, you know, if you have any desire to do that, you can fire up the rankings. I mean, fast. Because most guys don't have... Look at John Lynch. You know, John Lynch was a guy who was a solid broadcaster, but I I would put him closer to the Witten. He's better than Jason Witten for sure. But he had the the itch. He, He wanted the juice of being in the fire, being in the trenches, where you win or lose. You know, I honestly, I've, I haven't missed that one day in my life since I've left. I enjoy doing this infinitely more. And I, I was pretty good. You know, I'm not, I wasn't bad, but I'm, I'm better at this. And I'm more passionate about this. I enjoy doing this more. And part of it, there are business elements of this that never would have been involved 
as, you know, if I would have kept scouting. But some guys, it's why I have so much admiration for John Lynch. He's rich. He's a Hall of Famer. Yet he's evaluating like six rounders. Do you know how boring that is? I, I saw Kyle say in his press conference, he's like, thank God I don't have to watch any more uh, college film till next February. A lot of coaches feel like that. Lynch is just a junkie. You know, and Kelsey's clearly just a junkie. Some guys just Philip Rivers. Like, he just wanted to be a high school coach, wanted to be a high school coach. Philip Rivers is just a football junkie. And when you when you are that, I, I think you're wasted in, in this space. I think you belong on the inside, in, in the trenches of the sport, adding to the competition. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think Jason Kelsey is going to be, he, he has future executive written all over him if that's what he wants to do. And I, and I hope he does that. I, I'm rooting for him to do that. Um, I'll have another podcast come out Tuesday and, uh, and yeah, we'll just, we'll keep rocking and rolling now that OTA is right around the corner, get some sun, hopefully wherever you're living, it's, it's nice and warm and, um, talk to you guys soon. Peace. Are you looking for the hottest gambling advice out there? Check out the Moneyline Monaco podcast powered by FanDuel every weekday. Our guy Alex Monaco will give you his best bets, including game picks, props, same game parlays, and much more. Monaco is in another groove and has won nearly 60% of his bets all time. So don't miss your chance to make some money by downloading the Moneyline Monaco wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volumes Podcast Network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.